Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk. Crosstalk. Check this out. Live from the Cowboys. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. You heard that? Uh-oh. Live. Here at the Cowboys Club at the Star, Chris Arnold, Nate Newton, Corey Majors, and our special guest, former Cowboys great, Ah, yes, Charlie Williams. This is Cowboys Crosstalk brought to you by SWBC Mortgage. Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk live from Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. We are getting it done. Nate, of course, is a three-time Super Bowl champ. Uh, Corey, I don't know if you know this or not, but Charlie got a Super Bowl ring as well. That's nice. We're going to get into yeah. his Super Bowl championship <laughs> season as well. Yes. He is a former Cowboys cornerback, defensive back, great, all special teams, ace, the whole nine yards. And, of course, Corey Majors, my partner in crime for 105.3 The Fan with the KNC Masterpiece, along with Mike Bassick and Kevin Hagelin, who is better. <laughs> and the Cowboys coming off another fresh victory this past Sunday against those uh, division rivals, New York Giants, Nate were you impressed or you said, well, everybody's supposed to beat the Giants? <laughs> no. I look at this as step one of the six-game uh, uh, win streak they're on. This was game one. Mm -hmm. uh, we beat the New York Giants, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm feeling good about it. Get rid of the penalties and continue to roll. We're going to talk about this, this last game because it was monumental. In fact, one of the things that came out of this game, Charlie, mm -hmm. was the C.D. Lamb. Right. Not only was named today NFC Offensive Player of the Week, but he made NFL history. He became the first player. Jerry Rice didn't do it. Michael Irvin didn't do it. Nobody has done this before. Three consecutive games of 150 yards plus receiving with 10 catches in each game. Nobody had done that in history, and C.D. Lamb has done that. And guess what? He could do it again this coming weekend against Carolina. Are you impressed with the current 88? Oh, I'm absolutely impressed with the current 88. That's why he's wearing the 88. Um, he's a great guy. He's a great player. I never met him before from what I see, him, saw, see about him and what I've heard about him. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a player guy and the coach. I mean, well, in the, in the uh, locker room, and the teammates love him. So, well, and I like him too myself. I would love to meet him tell him he's doing a great job. Well, very good, very good. Corey Majors, uh, first thing, Charlie – William said when he sat down, was, oh, I listen to KNC all the time. Yes, I do. That's nice. I, I, <laughs> That's nice. How wrong are we a lot of times? You guys are right a lot of times, man. But, you know, hey, you you got a great show. Thank you. I listen to you guys all the time, and I'm definitely a Tolo. And I appreciate the fact that I'm on the, the air with you right now, and I'm, I'm a fan, man. I'm, I'm a, a fan. fan. I'm a fan of you guys. I'm, I'm, hey, listen, the last time I was here, Nate yeah, called yeah. me out and said, Corey, you never have a problem talking on air. Why do you have a problem talking tonight? And I was right. like, I, I'll just do I'm just riding along with it. Did you hear that noise? Buddy? Yeah, I, I heard it. Hey, you know what? Maybe. Look, let me tell you something. That's, 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 that's Nate, That's man, kissing. You know? Hey, that's Nate, Kissing man. somebody's butt. Yeah, I'm like, wow, man. Oh, y'all are so great, man. Wow. Well, hey, I'm a listener. I love, I love the fans. I'm, I'm a appreciate Tolo. I'm a Nate. Appreciate I'm talking about being paying the toll. <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I'm hey, a Nate. Tolo. I love let me tell you something. I'm a fan of you now. You're okay. doing your commentary. All right. That's right. So, right. Let me give you a little. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm your boy. I mean, your cookies. Right. You're absolutely right. I appreciate it. Chris, do you mind if I, if I hop in on more of the CeeDee Lamb conversation? Mm -hmm. when, so I'm, I grew up an OU fan, right. and an OCA went, went, to, went to OU. Mm -hmm. But when I was watching him, I was like, man, this guy, he volume touches. Get him the ball right. as much as you could in college. 
And then so it, just, it hadn't quite happened yet uh, in his professional career where they're just right. like, just feed this guy, get right. him on the bubble screens, get him in the backfield, get him downfield, all these different ways. Seeing what they're doing right now is what I expected when they drafted him. Well, they, they had um, Amari Cooper here that was, I would say, holding him. Because Amari Cooper, he's a great receiver yep. too as well. In his Dominant own right. X. So, you know, they had, they had him here and it was kind of holding him back. So Amari's going now, now they can feed him and do – do some things he always was able to do. I was going to ask you, since you were playing cornerback and, right. and safety and being a route reader yourself, right. having to cover a lot of these great wide receivers and Michael Irvin in practice, uh. I want to know what you think about the fact that CeeDee <laughs> Lamb can play every position. He can, you can put him as dominant X, he can play Y, he can play the slot. You right. can move him all over the field, and is that an advantage for him? Because some people actually think he's not a great receiver because no. he's not in one spot all the time. No, that's absolutely why he's a great receiver, because he can play all the spots. you got some receivers that can just play outside, some receivers that's good at just playing the uh, slot. But to be able to go on the slot and play outside, that means the, guy, the defensive coordinator can't key on you as much. And uh, he's definitely a great receiver to be able to do that because – it's just on the other side of the ball. If you if you're a cornerback that can play the slot and play the outside, you're very versatile. Yeah. So. And Nate, you know, he spoke up after the San Francisco loss. A lot of receivers speak up every game. Yes. He spoke up for the first time all season, and then they started feeding him the ball. Uh, Brandon Cooks never really spoke up, but he was asked, "Well, they're not really involving you yet." And then he exploded this last game mm -hmm. for 173 yards. We talk, what do you think about the I – mean, you play with Michael. You play with Dion. Do you have to speak up sometimes to get you to, to eat him on a it, team? It just depends on the player and who you are. Right. Uh, we just talked about a guy that's sitting right now in Cleveland never spoke up. Amari yeah, never said yes. anything. Quiet. Never did. And so it was up to the coach to realize the talent that you have. But some guys ain't going to wait for you to realize. Some mm -hmm. guys like C.D., like, I, I ain't that guy. Michael mm -hmm. Irvin wasn't that guy. They going to no. say, we are losing games, and I'm sitting over here with one or two receptions. Right. Try me, and let's see how we do. And I like, and I, and I, and I, ever since this kid got here, I've been a C.D. Lamb fan. A lot of people tell me, well, I, you know, C.D. didn't see Bro, where were you two years ago? You know, where were we when he used to burn up Baylor every every year? You know, he used to yep. eat Baylor alive. The yes. same the Big 12 team pass plays game. that you see right now, <laughs> mm -hmm. he used to be doing. I mean, I, that's the game. I don't know why. Every time, if once a year, I would turn on, it would be C.D. Lamb versus Baylor. Right. right. You know, right. so I'm like, wow. So we changed our way of drafting. Remember, we was all defensive ends and outside linebackers. That's right. all our first top – Seven picks was all defensive guys. CD kept falling, and our right. mind just kept changing. Right. And remember how right. they start breaking it down. Well, what's the percentages now? Two receivers gone, CD falling us. And it wasn't even a, a shadow of a doubt because, boom, once they, he fell there, it's like the defensive guy didn't even exist. It's like you pay millions of dollars to scout a defensive end or outside linebacker, and it was gone. Right. So for he, for this is what's supposed to happen. Right. This is what's supposed to happen. Exactly. It's yeah. amazing that he failed to us like yeah. that. It's, um, it's pretty much like Yeah, Michael see, Parker. God love the Cowboys. <laughs> right. That's all they care about is the Cowboys. The people need to get on board. But I also yeah. can say that uh, they need to get Cooks going because that opens up uh, CD even more. Yeah, stretches the field. Yeah, it opens up Ferguson. Um, mm -hmm. And Dak, for the last – since the 49 game, has been playing 
absolutely phenomenal. He's oh, yeah. Playing great ball. So, in fact, I, I, got some, I got some numbers for you to show you how well he has been playing. Mm -hmm. And to show you, and this is what I'm going to set you guys you gonna up. You're going to talk long enough, me to eat this cookie? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, right. <laughs> please please <laughs> eat one of my cookies again, uh, man. Yeah, we I appreciate it. We'll, we'll talk great. about these cookies in a little <laughs> no, bit as well because these are special cookies. Uh, the Cowboys, since that loss to the 49ers, since right. that seven, and coming off of that bye, week, week number seven, they have been passing first. Plus 9.9% more often than expected, mm -hmm. according to situational factors. It's number one in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And since that bye week, Dak Prescott personally has led the NFL in passing yards with over 1,000, 1,282 mm -hmm. touchdowns with 11. We're talking about the passing, mm -hmm. let alone the, the runs, right? Absolutely. He's got a plus 43.1 over that time frame. So, obviously – He's very comfortable right now, mm -hmm. and it seems like the Dallas Cowboys are passing the ball, and this is what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is you don't want to be one-dimensional, though. So they got to get the running game going some type ah. of way. They have to get the running game. Complimentary too. football? Well, my thing is this. When I play, it, Nate can contest to it. The offensive mindset going in that week is run the ball. Let me say this real quick. The I'm defensive say mindset. Mm -hmm. Stop the run. Let me, let me set this up for <laughs> those who are trying to familiarize themselves. Charlie Williams, Charlie Williams, I know he got right. a Super Bowl ring. Was he back there in the seventh? No, he was in the 90s, wouldn't he? Right, right. And you're talking about the offense with Emma Smith, Absolutely. Troy Aikman, mm -hmm. Michael Irvin, mm -hmm. Alvin Harper, and the Great Wall of Dallas led by Michael, uh, led by uh, Nate Newton. Yes. Who, by the way, what was that favorite play? Load left when Emmett would put his hand on your butt and then y'all get them <laughs> first downs like that? I guess, dirty yards. I guess it's like the, what, the uh, Philly push, what they call it, the nah, bloody nah, love it push. Wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't that automatic. <laughs> it wasn't that automatic. That's automatic, bro. All That's I know, automatic, right? All I know is everybody knew about load left, and there was nothing you could right, do about right. it. Hey, man, they, that, that wall was unbelievable. Nate. Uh, Truey. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Gold. Step, step, right, Nosky, step Nosky. Eric Williams. Mm -hmm. Man, it was it was crazy. You couldn't do anything with that line, you know. And, and you had to practice against them. Oh. And Larry Allen, he would love to pull and just knock us. Did he ever toss you around? Plenty of times. <laughs> you know, when you when he hits you, you're going to drive. You're going to fly five, ten yards. Right, right. So, right. Uh, and Larry's a great guy. So you're basically saying the Cowboys got to get this running game started. They got to get the running game started. They mm -hmm. definitely got to get the running game started because you can feed everything plays off the running game, the play action, and and it opens up the tight ends, the receivers, mm -hmm. or what have you. They got to get something going to run again. Nate, is it going to be some more Rico, or are you going to get the ball more? Yes, sir. Uh, he, he might have you, to get you, more touches, too. Yeah, well. man. Yeah. It ain't no might. Uh, ever since training camp, I've been telling people, Rico Dotto, Rico Dotto. We had to go through the uh, the kid from Kansas City. We had to go through that. We had to go through the Olympic. We had to go through all of this to get to this. Mm -hmm. The second best player at running back is Rico Dotto. Mm -hmm. uh, they run the zone play best. Uh, he's a little bit more physical than Tony, even though Tony, uh, they mishandled Tony. Uh, I've always said, if you have a scouting report, you said it before the show, you talk to Tony, and he's never been a featured back. And, and I tell people, just because you gave him a $10 million tag, now you, you take away what he does best to get him beat up. Mm -hmm. right. You don't change what you are, you enhance what you are. And Rico Dottle should have been his enhancer right there. Where they've been switching out every – Tony, right. you think Tony been like, man, I need 25 carries. Not him. Zeke no. taught him right. No. Right. Yes, so, 
Why, what, why would it take us so long, nine games in, to figure out, hey, they're going to Rico Donald. Let's give him a chance. Well, you know, Nate, and you know my, uh, you know what, fellas, I think you guys t- touched on something. Because coming up next, we're going to talk about, even though the Cowboys have outscored the Giants this season, 89-17, to 17, mm-hmm. there might have been some disappointments on Sunday, and there might be some guys who need to step it up. Also, who really is the best team in the NFC? That's next on Cowboys Crosstalk. Wow. Becky Hammond on Back, back to back. Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah. Check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by SWBC Mortgage at SWBC. Customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. I'm Chris Arnold, along with the three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton. Yes, and sir. And his new partner in crime tonight only. Making a very special cameo, one yes. time, one time, 
One time Super Bowl champ. One time. 19. One time. You, I take you, it. You call that 95 or 96? Ain't no man no dream uh, me. I got the, the last right. Super Bowl. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. The last, yeah. the Super, last Bowl. Super Bowl. Charlie Williams. I snuck that. in and got one. You got you one the first yeah, year. We're going to get into that next segment. Okay. And also joining me, my buddy from 105.3, the fan, Corey Majors in the KC Masterpiece. Corey, Corey with a E. Yeah. That's right. No, no E, actually. And no Major e. with a U. Uh, there's no U. The yeah. <laughs> that when he said you changed your name. <laughs> it's spelled weird. Yeah. yeah. How do you spell your last name? M-A-G-E-O-R-S. E-O-E-O-R-S. I said it wrong. He said U. It's all right. Yeah. Come on, Chris. You, but he graduated from Oklahoma. Don't worry. Hey, shots fired. <laughs> don't worry. About it. He graduated okay. from Oklahoma. You know, I'm gonna give you that. Matter. I have major respect for. But y'all, 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 y'all got good wide receivers. It's okay. <laughs> yes, we do. We just don't have a good we'll take defense. Em. We'll take them. Hey, let's talk about the defense a little bit. And okay. the reason I'm saying that we were talking about at the end of the segment about the Cowboys' offense, and they need to step it up on the running game. And we're mm-hmm. talking about Mike McCarthy likes complimentary football, right. but defensively. They seem to be doing better, but there is an issue. And it came to knowledge uh, yesterday, Leighton Vander Esch is right. out for the entire season. It, wow. it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a neck injury. It's been, bother, it's been bothering him his whole career. We, we wish him the best. Hopefully he can come back. We just don't know that at this time. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Mike is playing more inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Is this an issue that they should be concerned about? I'm going to start with you, Nate. What do you think? Uh, Micah not being able to let, let me, you know, let, be a pass rusher as much. Let, let me say this right here. And uh, with all due respect to Micah and what we have done here in this local media and nationally, what we have done uh, is, is stunted the growth of this kid. I mean, his talent has stunted his growth. Just think if Micah would have spent the first year and a half playing linebacker and studying uh, Dan Quinn's defense. Mm-hmm. I try to tell people, people want to argue with me. I say, go see his history. He, or, he was the original boom maker. Yeah. Has, boom. has any of the linebackers ever suffered from this very scheme we're talking about? Never. Hmm. His linebackers never suffered. They're always good. All Micah has to do is calm down, and it calls, I may can't be on TV as much because I have to study. I may can't do a, call, a podcast as much because I have to study. Because plays can be made in this defense from the linebacker position. Are you now, saying is he days? a better in rusher? Yes, he is. Would I prefer him there? Yes, he is. But the team first, then player. Mm-hmm. So study, be the best you can be, and let your athletic skills take over. In other words, he's probably doing too many things at the same time during the middle yes, of the season. Yes, yes. Take care of what – Take no Michael Parsons mm-hmm. being a great pass rusher, no podcast, mm-hmm. no extra. Uh, I, I wouldn't be sitting here without a Super Bowl. He wouldn't be sitting here successful without Super Bowls. It all comes together if you do the main thing. Well, Charlie? the fact that uh, he is a great player, you know, so it, it kind of hurts him because they want him to play linebacker. They want him to play defense. Yeah. And that's the problem of being a great player sometimes. You know, you could do a lot of everything, and they want to get out everything they can out of them. Um, I don't know if it hurts them, but what I do know is people, are, they're attacking them. Right. They're either running away from them, or when they run to them, they got two on them. Uh-huh. So he's doing the best that he can do. The, ba- the thing is we need another linebacker, point blank period. I hate it for Van Der Es. Uh, I think that's the same 
surgery that uh, – Yeah, back-to-back right. three times. Yeah. Right. That's about uh, his third time he's Chad Henney's so. got, right? Yeah. Chad no, Henney's had uh, that no. surgery, right? Yeah, a lot of moves. John Moose. Yeah. Right. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Uh, yeah. yeah. The neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Kevin Mathis. Kevin, Kevin Matthews. Mathis had yeah. it done. It's a, it's a bad surgery. I mean, it's a bad injury. Right. Hate it for him. And they're saying it's play this could be sport. like – Right. They're saying it could be like a uh, career injury, right? Yeah. Career, yeah. It's possible. Career ending, right? Yeah. But in the same respect that they got to they gotta play Michael Parsons probably both both in and linebacker. I mm-hmm. hate to say it. It's hard to put him at one position because he's so great. So, Corey, what would you do? Where would you find a linebacker? Well, or what would you do if you were DQ? I wanted to, I wanted to add, too, we, we recently had Emmett on the show, and I was asking him about like the way that people are attacking him. You go back and watch the Arizona game. They went right at him. They right. tried wearing him out early, and then right. whenever they went away from him, they went far away. Wait, so now right. he's having to chase. Mm-hmm. They wanted to wear Mike out early in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure how you – know, I'm not going to put myself in Dan Quinn's shoes because that dude has so much more mastery of this skill than I do. Right. But what I think is very interesting is you took Trayvon Diggs away, you've taken Leighton Vander Esch away, and this defense is still really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really do wish they'd be more of a physical presence. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're very good. I think they have a lot of finesse. They can get the ball, and that's a really good thing. It's a great quality. But I, 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 I'm very surprised at the depth that they've been able to put together to, to create this. Right. Deron Bland coming in and having that. Right, Jordan right. Lewis stepping into the third spot mm-hmm. and saying, hey, we're, we're good. We're still getting interceptions. Right. Right. And then, you know, Rashad Evans and whatever they're doing to fill in there. I'm, I'm very impressed with the, the talent they have on the defensive side. The well, it's, it's still the pressure. Yeah. The pressure, even right. if they're not getting to the quarterback, they're still putting enough pressure to cause turnovers as well as uh, uh, plays that don't go well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, so I'm, the pressure is. I'm going to always ask the player to take the step. I talked to Al Harris. I mm-hmm. talked to Dan Quinn. You know, and like I tell you, I don't, I'm so clowning all the time. But when I talk to coaches, I'm asking questions like, what's your main goal? And I have yet, when I asked Quinn, I asked him over and over, and I asked Al Harris, I said, Coach, what's your main goal for a player? My job is to put him in position to make plays. Even at linebacker, when Quinn puts him there, he's expecting Michael to, to make, make plays. plays. And guess what he did? Yeah. You want to hear something? This is a wild stat. Because uh, Brian Baldinger was talking about this. You know, you know Brian. You used yeah. to play with him. Five times he was in pass coverage as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. And three of those times – they got sacks. So he was actually affecting the game that way as well. The right. thing making plays. The thing about about this thing is, number one, grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, sacks, like turnovers, comes in bunches. Right. Sometimes you can do it. The thing that I tell people, this is what the star creates. Believe me when I tell you this. You don't have to lead the league in sacks. But if you're three or four, close enough, mm-hmm. fumble recovers, pressures, pressures, pressures or you right. get a couple of interceptions, you can win the MVP just because that star is on your head. Mm-hmm. So learn what you need to learn. Somebody, You got to always have a friend that say, hey, man, you know, sometime I want to wild out when I was balling. You know, I, hey, Troy be like, Nate, no, nah, we, we don't need that tonight. Focus. Uh, yeah, you know. Somebody got to say, like, he tried to tell Sam Williams, I've been there, done that. Then a week later, you want to get out of the cage. He felt he was trapped in. Mm-hmm. Stay, stay calm because you have a game where you may get four or five sacks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, 
You don't get any. Yeah, we got a right. we got a couple of we got a few games coming up in the near future. There's that a five game need, stretch. Yes. We really need him. Yes, we really need him. And to so they, if they put you at off ball linebacker against Philly or Washington. Yeah, we need to be worrying then. <laughs> right. We need to go out and get more than Rashad Evans. Uh-huh. We need to go out and get King Kong. Uh-huh. Right? You know what I'm well, saying? You know why that defense <laughs> playing well, though, to me? Because they're stopping the run. Yes. Yes, they are. And guess what? I'm glad you brought they're, that up. because they're stopping the run. Hank's playing Ironically, well. Absolutely. I, not only Hank's is playing very well, Mozzie Smith was the highest graded defensive mm-hmm. tackle, rookie defensive tackle this past week. So, right. Mozzie, the game is finally coming to him. Right. Right. And DQ said – he likes what he saw. Did you notice anything about Mozzie Smith? I talked to him he after the game. Ta- who mm-hmm. made two tackles for loss. Uh-huh, sure did. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing is that, and I try to tell people at the beginning of the year, that don't impress me. What impressed me is when your linebackers can come downhill. Yeah. Right. right. And so that means you're eating up blocks. And as time passes, that's what Jonathan Hanks uh, does well, real mm-hmm. well. He mm-hmm. eat up blocks and let your linebackers, if they choose right. to, but we got to get a linebacker, fellas. Got to find one. That's willing to come we down here. We got to get a linebacker. That's, that's we we got linebackers that Steven, ride, Will that ride the wave. Right. Yeah. I know we need guys that's going to come down here. Oh, you know where one is? Well, no. What I'm saying is the fact that, like, the San Francisco 49ers, they play, they, play, they play bully ball to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they, they play do. bully ball. They, and they got linebackers that'll kill you. <laughs> yes, they do. That's what we need. And I tell people all the time that San Francisco – is really the only team that scares me in the league because they play bully ball. Right. They play bully. They, they trying to destroy you on both sides of the ball, uh-huh. offense and defense. Uh-huh. So that leads to the question I was going to ask. Is it the 49ers or the Eagles or somebody else that's the Who best team? Who did the 49ers team? play this week that had – a good supposed to have a good offense and lead their division. Right, sunshine them. Right, the nah. they went the to Duval and, and when they, that's when, right, Duval <laughs> County. It's a little, it's a little social media thing going out where they was trying to line up Jacksonville. They was calling plays. Uh-huh, I saw this. And they said, man, this dude don't know where he's going. He's like, yeah, you right. <laughs> we don't know. We don't have a clue. <laughs> hey, don't – look, let me tell I, you something. Know. Don't sleep on the, the, the Detroit Lions. You know why? Dan because Campbell. they got a great offensive line and they got a great defensive line. Mm-hmm. And they can run the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you got to be able to run the ball or you got to be able to stop the run. So, 49 is the best, or is it the Eagles uh, with their record? Oh, I, I, I'm, the, I'm, the I'm going with Detroit because I ain't got no love for neither one of them. Ah, <laughs> I like it. I'm going with Detroit. I was going to say right? something, but, but I almost made me yeah, these good cookies I'm about to throw. Well, can't do Cora. Who you got? Yeah, who you right? I, I, as much hatred as I have for them, yeah. I, I do have San Francisco above Philadelphia, right. mostly because of their Philadelphia's secondary is, is, is their weakness. That's right. where I was about to go. So with that's, where I, that's where I am. Because you could, you could, you could attack them at the secondary. Mm-hmm. But like I said. If you can get past the pass rush. If mm. you can get past the pass. Right. There you go. Which Terrence, Terrence Steele had some, some work on right. with Hassan Reddick the right, other night. Right, right, mm-hmm. But San Francisco. <laughs> 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 I 
you tried to say that real softly, but it <laughs> came Just in case he was here, I didn't you want him to step it, around the corner. Like, well, you know what? Cowboys Club, you never know who you might see. You just never know. And by the way, Well, he, he understands that. Look, <laughs> we had, when we played, we had to take corrective criticism. Right, he knows. Right. He understands he knows, that. He Believe me. It's, he's, a, he's a big boy. He's a grown man. He understands that. We but he'll some, get better. We got some questions for you this next segment, Charlie Williams. No because not only are we going to talk about these cookies, I want to ask your opinion about Deron Bland. Yes. Is he for real? Yes. And I think we might even talk a little more Cowboys next on Cowboys Crosstalk. <laughs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by SWBC Mortgage and also Jack Black. Want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit getjackblack.com today. I'm Chris Arnold, along with the three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton. 
Charlie Williams, his partner in crime in that last Super Bowl, the very last Super Bowl the Cowboys ever won. And, of course, my partner in crime from 105 through the fan of the KNC Masterpiece, Mr. Corey Majors. Fellas, before we get into a preview and some intel on the Carolina Panthers, mm -hmm. this Cowboys' next opponent this coming Sunday in Carolina, Charlie, you won a Super Bowl ring with the right. Cowboys, Nate's last ring. Right. The last one this franchise had ever won down in Arizona. I was down there with y'all. Right. I want to know, and you hit the ground. That was your rookie year, right? Yes. And for those who don't know, Charlie was a cornerback slash special teams ace. Right. I think, is it safe to say you as a protege of the Shark? Well, Kenny you know what? Or you came to be in right behind you, him? To be honest with you, I believe that year uh, the Shark left. He went to Tampa Bay that year. Okay. And, uh, and they was trying to replace him. And I think they were trying to replace with me. With you. Because you had within, all these tackles. Well, within my college career, I played, people don't know this, but I played receiver, uh, safety, and all special teams in college. There's one game in college I played like Bowling 116 Green. plays in Bowling Green State Dang. University. What? Yeah. Say what? Yeah, like that, 100. And, you say 116. Like, yeah, I was playing. Were you Travis Hunter probably. out here? Right. I was, <laughs> I was doing a Travis Hunter. And people were, you know, I had like an interception, like four receptions. I don't know how many tackles. Um, it was crazy. But, I, yes, I was doing the Travis Hunter. But I played all special teams. Was that the same year, Nate? You mentioned Travis Hunter. And, of course, he plays the Upper Colorado for Coach Prime. Right. Was that the same year in 95? I'm trying to remember. Was that the year that Dion played? I mean, I'm trying to figure out if you were here when Dion played offense and defense, played wide right. receiver. So he was trying to be you. Dion was trying to be you. No. <laughs> Dion. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. to set you up. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, hey, I was – the saying that same brothers, Deion Sanders, that's that's amazing. Because you played He's with the best him. corner to ever play the game. Yes, you did. But I was trying to do my little baby version of Deion. Okay, I guess. <laughs> baby prime. So so tell us about these cookies. You brought these cookies yes, with you. Yes. And, uh, man, get the box, man. Yeah, look no at that problem. box. Hey, I just okay. want to tell you yeah, when yeah. Nate, Nate opened that box up, and I've never <laughs> smelled a box of cookies that smelled so good in my life. Yeah, well, man. I appreciate it. That was Corey. amazing. <laughs> you know, when you retire, some guys they retire, they go into broadcasting like Nate, right. or you wind up doing some kind of business, or you right. own your own business. Mm -hmm. Is this a business that you own as a franchise? It's absolutely. It's a Great American Cookie and Smoothie Factory plus Kitchen. It's Smoothie Factory, too, as well. Oh, look right. at it. I love I have smoothies. One, right. I have one in Mansfield, and we just hey. opened one. In On Broad? Broad and uh, 287. Yes, I know exactly right. where that is. Mm -hmm. Right, right, yep. right. And then we opened one in Cook's Children's Hospital, Fort Worth. Nice. Excellent. Actually, nice. our, our grand opening is this Friday in Cook's Children's. And I'm hoping to have a couple of players to come out and sign some autographs. You got them, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll work. Yeah. He tried to entice Mr. Big Mr. Businessman. <laughs> you know, call, call up that win. He, he got a what? franchise at Fort Worth. He has he got that, that Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I've <laughs> talked to Dak, and I was supposed to go buy his, his uh, Chick-fil-A. I haven't yet, but I need to call Dak. Yeah. So these are great cookies. You like those cookies? I'm oh, sorry. Man. One more place in Prosper, Texas. Cook Children's hey. Hospital in Prosper, Texas. Right down the road here. Right. Right down the road. That's road. fantastic. So, wow. so when did you get into it? Can you make some cookies or you just like the idea? <laughs> to be honest with you, I give it to my wife. There she's, you go. She pretty much pulled me in. She's, she's phenomenal. She's uh -huh. a brain. What's Love her name? Sharonda Williams. Okay. That, that and, uh, Thank props right. to Sharonda. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sharonda <laughs> Williams. Yeah. 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 So, I'm going to give my wife all the, uh, all the accolades. We wife, don't know wife, her name. Uh -huh. wife, wife, wifey. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, what's your favorite kind of cookie? The Frenchie. Oh, that I Frenchie's like the a beast. Yeah. The, it, 
well, actually, it Mine. was the scotchy. The scotchy. I it love the scotchy. Then I like wow. the uh, the, <laughs> the double fudge. <laughs> the double fudge is real good. Yeah, I'm a chocolate chip um, man myself. A chocolate chip. Well, we yeah. got definitely on, chocolate man. chip in there. We got I think we got a strawberry crinkle in there too. That's have you taste? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. back in the day the Frankenberries? Yes. 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 That's how the strawberry crinkle Frank. Is so, that right? Yeah, yeah it tastes my, like a Frankenberry. Yeah, I like the cereal. cereal Frankenberry. Yeah, cereal, so. yeah. yeah. What's, we your, have, what's your favorite, Nate? That, that what I just ate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a snickerdoodle guy. Uh, ah, we have some cinnamon and sugar. He definitely has snickerdoodles. <laughs> but he's 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 with soda now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get wait for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. well, looking yeah. good. Yeah. Looking good. It. Keep going. Yeah, Keep I was going. state of the art. That cookie look good. <laughs> 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 you know, I love the fact when guys, you know, once they retire, you they, the they got a visit of guys being. The C was silent. I love the fact that guys, when they retire, they they fall into right. something that's, that's like their own business or whatever, something right. they can invest their time in, they right. have a career out of it. Right. So I'm happy for you. Thank you. But I I'm also happy it. that you continue to keep up with your Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Oh, yeah. I watch <laughs> them every week. So I wanted to ask you. I, I'm I even breaking the TVs or I'm – Happy every week. Oh, okay, so you're totally invested. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally invested. You be breaking TVs. There, there. <laughs> He's one of us. You know? Yeah, he is. He's living. Right. In other words, <clears throat> I always put this on Twitter, now known as X. I always say, how many of y'all will admit you have a toxic relationship with the Dallas Cowboys? And people will say, yeah, they beat me up all the time, but I can't let them go. Can't let them go. Love the Cowboys. You either love us or hate us. That's right. You just know in between. But knowing all of this, uh-huh. Charlie, and you were a secondary guy. Right. I want your impression of Deron Bland. A lot of people thought he came out of nowhere, but he actually started doing this at the end of last year. Right. He stepped in big right. time for Trayvon right. Diggs. Right. Deron Bland, he's playing phenomenal football. He's a great corner. They see it, and he's really making his stock grow. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the takeaways. Yes, the takeaways. He's actually reading the coverage right. He's playing tight coverage. And thing I tell a lot of guys is stay in your playbook. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that's what he's doing. He's he's a he's a student of the game. And whenever you get your student of the game, I mean with the playbook down right, you can just go out there and play comfortable. And that's what it looks like he's doing. So Nate, does it mean they're not really missing Trayvon Diggs or are they oh, missing? Yeah, they oh they missing miss Trayvon Oh they miss they missing Trayvon. Oh no yeah uh, go ahead on Charlie. <laughs> no I'm sorry uh, go ahead I'm sorry. No no go ahead on Charlie because you know? this dude asked the question I ain't finna even mind. Yeah they missing <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. Tell him why Charlie. Tell him why. Because Tray- Trayvon Diggs he's one of those lockdown corners. Yes he is. And what I say that because he can set the field down and next thing you know they can roll coverage the other way. And he also gets interceptions and, mm-hmm. and turnovers. Now, you put him with um, uh, Gilmore. Gilmore. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gilmore. I was I was petitioning for Gilmore two, three years ago. Yeah. yeah. He was get really, Gilmore. Yeah. He I was, was telling really them. Really Yes. I was telling Defensive them. Defensive player to get, of the year. Right. You know, so if we had those two together with De'Ron Bland and, and the nickel. Oh, man. Next year. Next year. Next so, year. So, so Depending I, on if they want to bring back uh, Gilmore back. Yeah, that's a good that's, I mean, I gotta give him a lot of credit for going and getting him this right, offseason right, and saying, right. hey, that we're gonna make that addition, uh, knowing that they still had Jordan Lewis and Deron Bland, but if somebody was to go down, I mean you need it's like in baseball, yeah, you need man. like eight starting pitchers, you need, you know, fifteen right. different quarterbacks. Right, right, right. And they said, Hey, we're gonna add to it just in case. 
Right. And then somebody does, and again, we go back to there's the depth. They're right. still they're still good. They still quality. Wow. Right. Right. They, they seem like they got a nice mix on this team of, of youth and veteran leadership. Uh, everybody raves about Dak Prescott's veteran leadership. I was looking at the practice report today. Most everybody's healthy. Tyron even went through some jogging. Wow. He's got a schedule now where he doesn't necessarily have to practice. He had a hell of a game this last game. Nate, can you talk about Tyron and his season? The, the fact that, you know, nobody expects him to play 17. He's been in there all these years, as young as he is. He's been in there all these years. But they have to have some Tyron Smith out there. And also give us an idea about how Tyler Smith has been looking. And let's look at that offensive line. Are they doing better now? Are they, are they still kind of shaky? Uh, they, they're doing better. Uh, I would have liked for them to be the strength of the team, but they're not. Uh, they're going to have to continue to play well. Uh, I don't know how long Tyron Smith can hold up mm -hmm. with this type of deal because the better teams, when they start running games and stunts, some of these things you want to kind of work during the week so you have a feel of what the guy next to you doing. Uh, you can get away with it with, I think, this, these next two or three games, but when you get up on Philly or you get up on the Seahawks, you know, you might, you know, you, he might want to just, you know, at least go through a walkthrough with, right. with the, uh, with Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith is playing. He's your best guy right now. He's your number one guy right now. Yes, so, he is. Yeah. yeah, Tyler, and he's right, straight out of Fort Worth. We were talking about Fort Worth just a minute ago with your franchise. Right. Funky over Town. There. Funky right. Town. Right. Getting right. it done. Yeah, he's physical. You know, yeah. he's, he's got, he's got all the qualities that you were hoping yeah. that he would have when you drafted him. It's nice. Yeah. It's very nice to have him. And on the defensive line, you got, like I said, we mentioned Mozzie. But Tank Lawrence is still Tank. People used to try to count his yeah. sacks. Can you talk about the effect he has on games? Well, Tank, he's just he's he has the effect of the run game as mm -hmm. well as uh, sacks. Yeah, and you and he does the things that you can't see in the stat books, right? Mm -hmm. Which makes him even more important. So, Tank is he's Tank doing what he does. I mentioned Dak's leadership. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna circle back real quick here. There are people this week like is Dak in the MVP conversation. Is that a loaded question? Is that fair? I mean, right now he's on fire. But you know how, I mean, a lot of people know Josh Allen was in the conversation last year. Jalen Hurts was in the conversation till he got hurt last year. And you know who the MVP was? It was Patrick Mahomes. Right. Corey, is he in the conversation? Do you know how many votes he's ever had in his career for MVP? One. Wow. His rookie season, he got one vote for MVP. And he, by the way, he was rookie offensive MVP. And since then, it hasn't, it hasn't quite been there. The way the season started, no. Right. The way he's no. played the last four games, right. the way they're using motion, the way they've come off of this break and, and changed the way they do their offense, he absolutely is right in the fringe of it. I got him like six. But all of a sudden, I got this C.J. Stroud kid uh, you know, making his way into the conversation. Goodness. But, the, I mean, and I got two up there. There, there are a bunch of guys that are in that mix. But, I mean, go back and look now, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers not being in this conversation, the quarterback play, that's two pegs that went down. You know, so now Dak has his opportunity to really make some plays here. Uh, if he can connect with Cooks just as much as he's doing with Lamb, it could right. be a beautiful thing. What do you think? Uh, see, what about what? <laughs> Dak Prescott <laughs> in the conversation. Uh, that, that don't phase me. The only right. thing that phase me is winning. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, end I, of the I'm day. serious, man. At the end of the day, Coach Johnson told us one year, I remember it was Emmett and maybe Mike mm -hmm. made the Pro Bowl. And it was a lot of guys, man. We was young, we were hungry. Mm -hmm. And, man, he could tell when we walked in that uh, next day after they came on TV and everything, like, fellas, 
keep winning. And I promise you, we'll, we'll lead the league in pro bowlers and all-stars. Winning is going to make it. It's going to level everything out. He was right because y'all wound up with 12 one year. Yeah. Right. 12 that, yep. The year before, go check and see how many men. Uh -huh. And the year after that, because winning going to level the playing field. I'm telling you, the star, you don't have to be great when you wear the star. Mm -hmm. But if you're good, close to great, a lot of people around the league will be upset at you because they'll, they'll think, man, I, my stats were better, but you didn't play for the star. Do you hear this? Listen to this. <clears throat> you hear that knocking? That's, that's called opportunity yeah. for some winning because the Cowboys taking on Carolina this Sunday. When we come back, we're going to talk about some intel, the cheat code on the Carolina Panthers, and the opportunity over the next couple of games to possibly catch the Eagles next on Cowboys Crosstalk. Some things aren't just
Welcome back to Cowboys Crop Talk. That's right, Cowboys Cross Talk. Chris Arnold, Nate Duke, Corey Majors, Charlie Williams. We're having a good time here at SWBC. That's our sponsor. Customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. SWBC Mortgage, Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk, live from Cowboys Club here at the Star. I was just saying this. The Cowboys got a stretch coming up, starting with, well, they're already in it, you know, since the break, right? They're already in a stretch where they can do something significant. They can win the NFC East. Mm -hmm. And here's so wild. I don't know if y'all know this stat. I think Corey might know it. Nobody has repeated as NFC East champs since 2004. That's amazing. That's going on 20 years. That's amazing. It's amazing. It's one of the most unusual stats in NFL history because literally there's so much balance in the NFL. Right. You would think somebody's going to win back-to-back. Nobody's done this since the Eagles did it in 2004, 2003, 2004. Mm. Eagles right now are in first place, and they have a tiebreaker over the Cowboys. But the Cowboys have a schedule coming up. I'm going to name some of these games, and then we're going to talk about Carolina in specific terms because we've got some intel on them. They're playing at the Panthers. Panthers have won one game. Mm -mm. Then they play the Commanders again. On Thanksgiving, Commanders have won four games. Then they play the Seahawks. Seahawks are surprisingly good. They have the same record as the Cowboys, 6-3. and three. Then they have the rematch with the Eagles, this time at AT&T Stadium. Right. Then they go to Buffalo, where the Bills seem to be imploding. They're 5-5 five and five now. They play at the Dolphins. I don't know if you know what the story is on the Dolphins. They could be the mirror image of the Cowboys. In other words, they beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Mm -hmm. But when they got a significant opponent, they haven't beaten them. Then they got those Detroit Lions. I bring it up because you grew up in Detroit, Charlie. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm from Detroit. And former Cowboys, Dan Campbell, head coach, Aaron Glenn, cornerback. And G. He's yes. the defensive coordinator. Yes, yes, So yes. there's some ties to Detroit. And Detroit's yeah. playing some good football. Yes, they are. They are 7-2. and two. And then you wrap the season up with the Commanders. You were saying that Dak can make a statement. Well, he can make a statement. Not by it, beating the, the, the little teams. Well, my thing is this. To answer your question earlier about uh, Dak being in a conversation as an MVP, he has to play like he's been playing, mm -hmm. but beat somebody significant. Right. In other words, he could have really been, oh, yeah. had his chest out if he'd beaten the 49ers. Right. Or even or Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Which, which he, he has, normally does. Yeah, he, he owns he, them. Normally. Right. He has another shot at Philly, like you said, Buffalo. Some significant teams, I believe, you have to, in order to be in the conversation of mm -hmm. an MVP. Mm -hmm. But don't sleep on the Washington Redskins. Those boys are playing Commanders. Hard. Yeah, well, who? Yeah, yeah Commanders. Commanders. That's magic. I'm sorry. Magic I do it twice a week, bro. I do it <laughs> twice a week. And Stephen Jones does it all the time right, on our yeah, show. Right, right, right. It's okay. Yeah, he's always on yeah. Kansas. <laughs> but the Commanders, they fight you hard. And they beat us last year. Oh, yeah. The last Late. game. Beat us pretty good Missed last some extra year. points. So th that game, I would say, after the Carolina game, that's when the stretch run starts with the Commanders. I mean, yeah, the Commanders. All right, uh, this Sunday, you got the <laughs> Carolina Panthers. Nate, this is a team. Are they dangerous at all? Somebody said they're better than the Giants, even though they've only got one victory. You know, I, I will believe you if you were to say it. 
gave them me a name, but you say somebody said, come on. Okay. <laughs> they don't even believe Okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even believe it. Hey, don't use my name. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right. If they okay. upset the Cowboys, then I'll be right. Use my name then. Because but until I, then, don't use my name. Because I told him, and I had mad respect for him, it was well. Brian Broaddus. Oh, wow. Broaddus said that. He said, they are better than the Giants. Uh, by they a smidget, are. They, they are. And, by a smidget? No. <laughs> at each position, they are. As a team, I don't think they are. I think they had a better coach, the Giants. Yeah, better offensive line. So, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. (laughs) The quarterback may be better or maybe not. Because DeVito ain't really that good. That's what I'm saying. Quarterback uh, at least has a That's what I'm saying. The Carolina Panthers are better man per man. Better. But not as a team. I I just – I believe this right here, fellas. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with with us. And I'm talking about the fans – our fans believe in us as media types so much to they don't know when we blowing smoke. We don't they don't know when we we real. If the Cowboys play almost penalty free football and don't turn the ball over, they will tell you a, 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 a category five is just left Carolina. That's how bad this thing will be. Yeah, but it, if we go in there play bad penalty football. Uh, turn the ball over, yep. then we'll be like, wow, Brody said. Yeah. No, man. <laughs> well, they no, think. bro. But you know what? No. Corey, mm. you saw it in September when the Carol- when, when the Arizona Cardinals whooped the Cowboys. That's the only Come victory on, until yeah, last but week. But that's Josh Dobbs. That's a confusion. You don't want to breathe any confidence in any team in Stomp the them out. Right. If, when you got them, you're – when you got your heels on them, you got you to finish them. Yeah. And if the Cowboys go into Carolina and just look past this game, yes, yes, they can be. What beat. time we leave here Saturday? What time we leave? Probably here? 1 in the afternoon. If we leave here at 1 o'clock, and let's say the Carolina Panthers are at their hotel, they got to be at their hotel by 6, uh-huh. they should like some terrorists stormed up in there and just <laughs> beat <laughs> Just beat the Carolina Panthers to death. They was the Cowboys. They took the bass off. It was Dak. Pour honey, honey on me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Come on, man. Yeah, Y'all stop with that, man. I'm with you. You know why? Let me tell you why I'm with you. Because to me, the Arizona Cardinals was the wake-up call. It's like y'all played right. with your food in Arizona and lost the damn game. Right. You're not going to do that the rest of the way. Right. The Philadelphia Eagles and the, and the San Francisco 49ers, they were focused. They got played, right? Well, hey, but they're not going to get s- surprised by Carolina because they know they already lost to Arizona. What, it, what amazes me that the record they have against Arizona, though, have you saw the records? It's like they only beat them. Like That's Kyler. One. That's Kyler. Kyler right. owns, so owns AT&T we, we say Arizona, but if you look at the record, they're only like one in seven, one in eight. Yeah, the yeah. last that, one that, seven, Believe it or not, that was – Weird stuff was, happens in the desert. That, right. was, that was Kyler Murray, right. Allen's own, who owns the Cowboys. His name's just like Eli. Hey, yeah, but, but then Josh Do- – Corey, Dodge help just your boy it. over there with all this <laughs> – See, that's the problem. High school Y'all, they, everybody started talking about what the Cowboys have lost and when they have lost. The Cowboys have one goal – one game at a time. Yep. And now we get on a six-game winning streak. It don't matter who's in the way. 
and, 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 and you saw how he just went to giving us all this great <laughs> history. How you giving us all of losing? <laughs> right. Man, we are winning franchises since Coach right. McCarthy has came. Tell me the losing season we've had. Yeah. None. Yeah, Come yeah, on, man. Respect that. There's some consistency that comes along with him. Not only that, but also the win streak at home right now for the Cowboys. Yes. And I'll tell you this: the receivers, the receivers for Carolina are slow. Adam Thielen, older right. receiver, but he's – I mean, he's, he's like, man, I, I asked out of Minnesota, and guess what? Uh-huh. I lose Josh Dobbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Burns is the best is the best defensive player they have, and he's a really good – he's a really talented player. One sack. But aside from that, that's about it. Like, that's right. all that they really have uh, going for them, and they got a rookie quarterback that's trying to put it all together. This should be a breeze for the Cowboys. A breeze? It man, should track be. the trash, should back up and take their whole facility. <laughs> Give me your prediction on the score. Oh, start man. with you, Charlie. Prediction on the score. Remember, defense is good. 35 to 12. 35 to 12. Nate? I was cut short last week of 51 points because we supposed to beat them boys last week 100 to nothing. I'm going to say right now, (laughs) I need to get my 51 points. And these dudes, he ain't scoring. If we let these dudes in, since Brian Brody say this team is better, I give them three points. (laughs) Corey? This this morning, Kevin walks into the studio and he goes, what's going on, man? And I said, this team shouldn't score three points on the Cowboys. Come on, man. So I'm looking at it, and they should not. I don't think that they should score. It should be, in my opinion, it should be a 42 to nothing game. It's 55. That should be what's going on. It's 42 to nothing kind of game in my mind. We got a hard out, right? Just about. (laughs) I will say this though. My prediction is, I think the Cowboys at least go score 40 points, at least 40 points. Right. And I'm thinking they're going to beat them 40 to uh, 14 because you know they're going to have the scrubs (laughs) in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Did you win the battle? I didn't battle them. All right, win the battle. Win the battle, baby. The Cowboys crosstalk. I'm Chris Arnold, Nate Newton, Corey Majors. Thank you, Charlie Weeze, for no, joining thank us. You guys. It's thank been you guys. a blast. We will be back here again battle at o- the Star o- Cowboys Dub right here next week <laughs> on Wednesday. So long, everybody. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?